I have a real, real treat for you today on the Mortgage Marketing Show. We've got the CMO, that is the Chief Marketing Officer from Genie. Genie is a piece of software that I use. It's so good. It's so good. If you are looking to research content, to find new content ideas, and also as a mortgage broker, you want to make sure they're compliance, you've got to be factually correct, then this tool is for you. Honestly, it's a game changer. I use it all the time. So we're really lucky to have Alex on the show to talk exactly about what Genie is and how people can use it. Hello, Alex, mate. Welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm great. I'm great. Thanks, Ash. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super I'm super pumped. Everyone laughs at me for saying super pumped. I don't know why. It's a word I always say, and it's terrible. Like it's, I was not made aware of it until literally two days ago, and I can't help say it. So I apologize. I'm very good. I'm very good. Um, <laughs> um, I'm really excited to have you on the show today, Alex, because we work together. You know, I've partnered with Genie, which is what you are the CMO for. And um, I'm, I sent you a message saying, I just think this software is incredible. And I think more and more people need to talk to look at it. I've made some videos on it. I've talked about it a lot on my live streams that Mm -hmm. I do on a Friday and all of my kind of community there have seen it, but I wanted to share it with a wider audience and I wanted to get kind of a, a bit of an understanding about the history behind it, what it does and a little bit about how people could use it and just kind of you're taking it. And since you are literally the, you know, the CMO of it and it says here head of growth, which is a big, that's a big title. That's a big (laughs) responsibility. Um, What, what better person to ask? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, awesome. So I guess, let, I mean, the first, the first thing you mentioned was the history. So we started at Oxford University, um, group of friends there. Initially, the idea really was focusing around how can we make our lives as students a bit easier. We had a ton of reading to do. Um, the whole process felt very inefficient in terms of research. And we essentially put our heads together. And there was this really exciting new AI that's been worked on um, in the field of natural language processing, which is basically language-based AI. And we just thought, okay, we have this problem that we're facing. There's this really exciting new technology that's actually dealing with uh, taking language and making it more consumable, more digestible. Can we combine these points together and, and build something from there? So initially it started off as something more focused at um, an academic use case, but quite quickly um, we found that it had a variety of different uh, apl- uh, applic- applicabilities or appliances, I guess. Um, one of which we found was in the content production space. So a lot of people writing, um, producing plans, um, people like yourself making podcasts, making videos, anything that requires people to go online, do research, read articles and basically produce plans and produce a final piece of work. Um, so that's how we got where we are today. I love that. So the history then, what I love about that story, I didn't know that that's how you guys created it, which is really, really Mm -hmm. cool. So you created it as a tool. First of all, you are an absolute genius. I have no idea how you guys could have done that. Um, It's blown my mind. Um, So you created it as a tool for you to go and make your lives easier and more efficient, they say, Oxford. Mm -hmm. When was it that you realized that you had something a little bit special on your hands? I want to ask that question because it is, and we're going to dive into talking more about it, but I want to underget the history before it, before I explain, before we start talking about what it is. When did you notice that this was something you said a little bit, but when was that moment where you were like, wait a minute, this thing has real legs. Like, this isn't just a, I was tinkering around with a little tool in, in, in the, you know, this, the, the holes, the uni suit, this, this actually could be a real business. When, when was that moment? 
Um, I'd say initially when we were just doing our market research and our product research, the thing that really struck us was that basically everyone we spoke to had a potential use case for it. All all over the shop, people from finance said, okay, I could get through all my uh, company reports much faster with this. People in law were saying, can we apply this to legal documents and contracts? People in journalism, basically everyone we spoke to was like, wow, if if this works, this can blow me away. This can change the way that I work. So there was... All, there was always a sense of momentum and there was always a sense of people pushing us to to build something for them. Um, so that that drove us forward. Um, I th- I'd say when it became a real business was we were really lucky to raise some money um, through some angel investors. And we, we recently went through um, uh, an accelerator based in San Francisco called Y Combinator, who have um, funded things like Airbnb, um, uh, Stripe uh gusto all sorts so i think those sort of things really give you a little bit of a push and give you some momentum yeah definitely i mean i remember when you when you reached out to me to to partner with you guys and um you know everyone who anyone who's listened to this you'll know because my my podcast which is podcast creators hub all you guys listen to this at the end of every single one of these episodes you know and i say there's this awesome software you that that bit that i say at the end of it that's that's what I'm talking about right now. This is this guy. So you'll you'll go, oh, I understand what you mean now. When you showed me the software, I was blown away by it. Like blown away because as somebody who makes a massive amount of content, like and too much really, if I'm completely honest with you, I'm, I'm just addicted to it, that it becomes a, it's a real mammoth task to research, especially to make sure it's the right stuff. You said to me when we were first chatting, um, gosh, it was a couple of months ago now we first started meeting and talking, was that you didn't expect the content kind of creation space to, it wasn't even something you guys had thought about. I remember you said to me, you're like, I hadn't thought about this, but it, but they came to us and now we're very heavily looking at it. What was, the, what, what, how, how did that come about? Because I can see as a content creator, I can see how this is literally a godsend, but for, for you know for you guys who've created it and you've created it for a specific purpose like like research within these very structured law finance journalism then all of a sudden youtubers podcasters tiktokers all of these people are coming along going yeah this is great when what was that like what was that moment like for you for you guys as a company yeah i mean it was obviously really exciting to to be exposed to a totally new use case and it was one that actually fit with what we're doing really really well because i'm sure you'll know as someone who's producing content there is a certain pressure or demand to produce a lot and and produce on on a lot of different topics you know you're i imagine speaking to lots of different people in lots of different niches um be that with your own content or client work or whatever um so all of a sudden we found that this use case was perhaps the best suited to what we're doing because really what genie enables you to do is um, very quickly deep dive into um, articles or web pages or research um, and get key points out using AI. So in many respects, it had a lot of value for people who were approaching topics for the first time or approaching things that they didn't know so much about um, rather than people who are really trying to deep dive into things that they've been studying for a long time. So there's quite a natural synergy there. Um, and it just it just made a lot of sense, really. Absolutely. I mean, it, it did for me. It has for me the moment I saw it. And I actually, um, the, one of the videos I, I made for you guys on my YouTube channel, and I've just done another one that's out, literally out today I'm recording this, so people will see this. 
Um, but the, what, what I loved about it was that we've had a, a the world has moved to short vertical content. This is where I see it being very cool. I mean, it's, there's like so many applications, but the world has moved to short vertical content and we want lots of it. This is how I would say, and I would say this to you guys, as brokers listening to this and content creators, that the, there's a demand for a lot of content and it, demand for lots of short snippets. And the problem is everyone does, and this is where I liked it, everyone does the same thing. Everyone types into Google mortgage, mortgage tips. I'm going to use mortgage for the pro, mortgage tips. And then they get Martin Lewis's 53 mortgage tips. And then they go through them and make content on every single one of them because that's their best thing they can have. What I loved with yours, with Genie, was that Genie allows you to take any specific web. Now, for PDFs is more in the, the research space, but for mm-hmm. us as content creators, it's big industry like standard blogs that you can mm-hmm. dump it, which what I love, you can dump it in through the through you know just the, the, the literally copy and paste the URL, put it in there, and it the summary feature, which is what I keep hammering about on my videos. The summary feature effectively breaks each individual. Each individual point is a video. <laughs> That's what people don't realize. Is that and so I'm, I was blown away. I'm kind of not really this question. I'm just saying this is just a crazy tool for that because I remember seeing that going like if you're a podcaster, um, or sorry, like a, any type of content creator. I didn't know half of the stuff that I knew when when I when I put it in. I was like, I didn't know that, and I should know that. I didn't know that, and I should know that. And I was going through, going, wow. This is insane. Silly little things like I, I ran one. One of the videos was about YouTube shorts. Could be in the rise of YouTube shorts. And I didn't realize that Charlie bit my finger. I don't know if you remember that video. Yeah, Charlie yeah. bit my finger was the very first, was the very first viral video on YouTube. Very first viral video ever to be uploaded to YouTube. And it was 59 seconds, which is why I was saying that YouTube has gone full circle. And we're back here again with short content that people always liked it. Now, the reason why I'm saying that is, I never would have known that if I hadn't have run that through your software. And that is a very, very valuable point that could be a very interesting video that someone could make that would make them stand out because everyone else is saying you need to do vertical video. TikTok's coming, but actually do a video on the fact that Charlie bit my finger in 2009 came out was, would be so much more interesting, so much more unique and would let you stand out as a content creator. And there's no way you would know that if you had, like you might do, but the average creator would never know that. And that would be lost if you were just scanning across. So I, as a content creator, it's, it's ridiculously good software. Mm, well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm really, yeah, really, really glad to hear that. And I think the summarization that you, that you picked up on is, is probably the, the standout feature for a lot of people. Um, on the one hand, like you said, it, it kind of gives you these bullet points um, of, of information and of, and of detail but a lot of people use it just for the topic headings as well. Mm. Um, so for those who don't know, essentially the way that Genie works in terms of its summarization is it will uh, extract text from a, a web article um, and it will find headings from within them. And then it will list those headings and the key points from within each of those headings. So some people use it almost like a table of contents generator for any, any written piece, which you can then, you know, if you're focusing on a specific part of an article, or you're trying to produce content on a very specific thing and just reading a more long-form article in order to, to get to that point, um, you, can, you can do that quite nicely. I think as well, in terms of what you were saying about um, content becoming shorter, I think that's quite interesting in relation to what we're doing as well, because 
with summarization, essentially what you're doing is you're condensing otherwise long pieces of, of information into something that's a bit more digestible. And there are a lot of tools that are, are doing this in in a curated manner. So things like Blinkist or... I literally um, just wrote Blinkist. I was going to say, if you don't say Blinkist, I'm going to call you out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you stole my thunder. I was about to sound super smart and I was going to go, it's like Blinkist. Yeah, carry on. Carry on, Alex. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. Great minds think alike. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, so, so they're, doing, they're doing slightly similar things, but I'd say the difference is um, what they offer is, is, a, is a curated um, selection of, of shorts. Um, whereas I think what's nice about Genie is you can literally plug anything in. You can upload pretty much any document and um, our AI will, will do, its, do its work. So I think so that's... That. Genie, is, Genie is PC. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I agree with that because Blinkist is something that when I, when I came across Blinkist, I would actually not even agree. I would echo what you're saying and double on top of that is I'm a big fan. I was, I was a big fan of Blinkist. I do like Blinkist. I use Blinkist. But the problem with Blinkist, exactly what you said is the library is very, because they take control of curating the content. If you've got someone who's trying to consume a lot of content, which actually a lot of big content creators are, they're consuming the same as like a researcher because they are, a lot of these channels are, are near on like kind of journalists and they are consuming and any of like we're consuming content at such a high rate. I found Blinkist within about six months to be redundant for me because I was I'd exhausted the resources that they had. Whereas one thing that you say with yours, and I was using the notes function on Blinkist. So when you showed me, I wasn't really listening, I was using the, the notes bit because it would be easier because you could also I could also copy and paste them and use them and, and and kind of change it and do things. The thing that you're so right about with Genie that I like I love is no joke. Yes, this is how I used it yesterday. And it's actually the video released for an example. But my wife is into gardening and earns me brownie points because she's just made us lion main, lion's main mushroom like food. So I was, when I made the video, I was showing how you can go deep in a topic. I just Googled lion's main, everything to know. And then I learned loads of random things about it. But that specific tool meant that it wasn't just for content. It starts with content. But one of my clients used this and they used it before. I had a load of people, a couple of people joined before me and you partnered up. And I was like, wait. And they're like, no. Uh, but one of them was using it and they used it to train. They're, they're an insurance broker and they're bringing on an apprentice. And she said, Ash, what I need some tools to be able to teach this person how to do something quick. And I was like, well, this thing is me and you had just got off the call together. We hadn't even decided to work together. And I was like, well, this thing I was showing yesterday from a content creator perspective, it's great. But I'm also saying it, the reason I'm saying it is because the brokers who are listening to this is that if you're training people, it's an incredible tool to get the, the information that they need. And the, her apprentice, um, I spoke to her and her apprentice and they were like, this is amazing because I'm actually learning so much more about the industry faster. And then she's also using that tool to curate the content that she then wants her her boss to create so it's an mm. incredible like the the use of it and that's why you say about this so much more the use of it is so much more than just a um content so content creation curation tool i think starts mm. off that way but once you get it into your life it's it's pretty epic mm. Mm. well yeah that's that, that's very kind um yeah <laughs> i don't know yeah we're, i mean we're, we're we're super excited um and it's it's really nice to hear you know, positive feedback.
I just wanted to quickly interrupt the show. I'm actually a big fan of Instagram and some of you will know this already. So if you are not following me on Instagram yet, please do. If you're a broker, follow me. It's at Ashborland. Drop me a direct message. Tell me that you like the show. I mean, even just screenshot this and tag me into a stories and I'll give you a shout out and I'll follow you back because I love Instagram. I love to see what you guys are up to. I love to um, share extra content on there that's not inside these podcasts. And I, I do a lot on Instagram. So go and check out the Instagram there at Ashborland. The link again is in the show notes. Now let's get back into the podcast. Yeah. So what's your, I'm going to add, t- take away from Jeannie just for a little bit. I want to ask you some stuff because you guys, it is with Jeannie, but it's also, you guys are on the cutting edge of, you know, you're right at the front, you're a SaaS company, you're there, you're ready to kind of, you're in this kind of, for, this this exciting space. You talked about people like Blinkist, you're in that same space. Where do you think marketing, you're also the CMO for the company. So where do you think kind of the future of marketing, digital marketing is going? We've talked about short, you're seeing it with people, using it. What What's your kind of take on on that at the moment? Oh, that's a really, it's a, it's a good question and it's, it's a big question. Um, We've certainly, I mean, we've certainly been working with a lot more content creators um, on a variety of different formats like yourself. We've been working in podcasts. We've been doing a lot of stuff on TikTok recently, which when we started wasn't really uh, a platform that we were using, but that's that's generated us a lot of a lot of really good traffic. Um, and like we were saying earlier, it fits in quite nicely with our ethos in terms of, you know, breaking things down, making them simple to di- simple and easy to digest. Um, so I think there's quite a nice synergy there between, I guess, the medium and, and the message. Um, in terms of the the, the, the wider um, movement of marketing, it is interesting. I saw something recently that was um, focusing on how building out a community is more important than um, clicks and engagement and, and eyeballs. And like previously, you know, traffic is the sort of thing you'd be looking for. Um, but it was actually a webinar that I went to and they were just saying, actually, what's what's really important is engaging with people and, and adding that human interaction back to social media, which to an extent has been um, a little bit eroded with just how much information there is out there and how, how kind of um, busy the Internet is, I guess. So one thing that we've really been focusing on at Genie is, is building out a community. So on the one hand, that's working with people like yourself, Ash, and getting to know people within our own space who hopefully are going to be using the tool and hopefully providing or finding value um, from the tool. And really, you know, we try to speak to, to, to you guys as much as we can in terms of how we can improve the product or how we can um, reposition or just make, make it better. But one other things we do as well is we have um, like a community group on Facebook where people can ask questions and speak to each other. We have quite regular calls with our users um, so we're really trying to go back to that human element a little uh, a little bit as well, as well as just, you know, going going big and going traffic and, and going kind of mass market. I can see that. I just literally applied to join the group. So you better let me in. If you don't let me in, I'll be very upset. Um, but I, I, I was poking around on your website. The reason why is I was looking at traffic on um, traffic from my YouTube channel and stuff. And I was looking at it and it kept bringing you guys up as connected which it would be, of course. But I was like, ah. Oh. Um, and I was ch- like poking around on your website in the community space, and there is a lot of stuff there that's really quite cool. And I think what you're highlighting there is, which is lovely for people to understand, is I think too many times people can push for the numbers, push for the traffic, push for the more, 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 more. And I think what can happen is a company, especially something like yourself, where it, it can scale, 
they can lose their uh, their touch with, as you say, touch with their audience. And when they lose touch with their audience, I've seen this happen so many times with big personal brands where they what made them great is no longer there. And so people lose it. And I think you guys have at Genie an incredible product with an incredible purpose behind that product. And it came from, a, like it was built from, from understanding, this is my kind of take from listening to this, is it's come from a, a place of utility. The best products come from, you made it for you because you made it for you. You didn't try and cut money or save that. You did it because it was your thing. It was to make it work for you. And then you realize you could then sell it to to other people. And I Mm. like that because it means, it means that the product is good and that your heart's in the right place. I'm super excited to see where this all goes. I'm calling that out for you guys, for everyone listening to this, you need to check out the software, but I'm super excited to see where you go. Well, thank you. Thank you. And I just add to that, to that final point, because obviously I know with marketing, you know, it's quite easy to gloss over things like um, personability and it's quite easy to fall back on, okay, metrics and statistics. But one thing that we found as well is that by moving away from a sort of mass market approach and actually focusing on um, perhaps a smaller cohort, but one that we know well, whilst we may be bringing in less customers at the top of the funnel, um, their lifetime value of these customers is is much higher because you actually build that personal interaction with them. You ensure that you're um, you're in, you ensure that you're actually solving their problems and you're actually providing them value. And therefore, it actually makes business sense. And and the numbers the numbers do work out. So um, from a marketing perspective, in, in that sense as well, it's, I think it's a, it's a really good approach. It's incredibly rare as well to hear a. Um someone from a SaaS company say that <laughs> I know a lot of people in different, I would never going to name them because they go, I know all their product, you know, like product like um, partnership members and partnership managers and stuff. And they talk well, about it. I, th- I think I that's yeah. Sorry, sorry. Go on. No, go ahead. You go ahead. And they always talk about, they'll say it's all about one of the guys who's a big guy. I won't say that the company, I, I can't go say it, but he'll, he says off air to me. And when he, he's like, it's all about um, customer acquisition. We don't care about money. We don't care. All we care about is bigger numbers bigger acquisition, bigger market share. He said, it's crazy. He was not, he was not saying it's a good thing. He was saying, this is the problem in these SaaS companies is that they, it's going 20 million users use this thing. And he's like, and literally like we're lucky if 5% of them are actually using the product, but we've given them, but we want the numbers to, it's just a bit of a showboat. So it's very rare to hear someone in your guy's space say that yeah i mean it's interesting i i agree with you that it's definitely it's an easy mindset to get into because you just can see those numbers ballooning um and you know it 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 makes you feel like things are moving in the right direction but i actually think if you go into deeper metrics like i was saying lifetime value ensuring that you're actually building a really good product and also ensuring that you're getting good feedback on your product from people who are actually going to be getting value from it and hopefully sticking around for a while it's important to remain quite focused i mean we are quite a young company, so then maybe that's the difference. You know, we're not, we've only been going for around two years. Um, so for us, it's still a case of building the best product we can and trying to find a market for whom that product really, you know, is useful and, and has value for. So what Alex is really saying is he's really young, naive, and in six, in six years' time, come back, he'll be an absolute shark. <laughs> no, I'm jo- <laughs> no, I'm joking, mate. Um, I... Mate, we're gonna we're gonna run it out now. If people want to learn more about Genie, I mean the links are gonna the links to be completely honest with you, all of you listen to this, the links are on all of the shows anyway. But I wanted to bring him on to to talk about it. If people want to learn more about Genie, I mean they can go to my YouTube channel and go to anywhere here, but for you, where would you guide them to? What would be their best place to go? 
and um, music groups, things like that? Yeah, so if you want to learn more about uh, what Genie does, we've got a ton of use case videos, walkthroughs, demos, webinars on our YouTube channel, um, which is just Genie.io. If you are interested in our website and actually signing up, we've got a two-week free trial, um, and that is just www.genie.io. Um, and you can log in, have a play around, and you know, no strings attached. It's good. No, it's really good. I'll make sure I put all the links in there for the show notes because um, you guys definitely should check it out. I mean, I would just, even just for the 14 day trial, check it out and see what you think because it's really weird. You can't do it justice until you actually see it. I don't know if you would agree with that or not, but you have to see what it does in order order to really, really see the power of it. I remember when you sent me the message about this is what we do. And I was thinking, it was on Instagram. I was thinking, what is this guy on about? And then when we had our call, I was like, ah it makes sense now i get what he's talking about like this is what this does so uh, every single one of you guys all you brokers all your insurance providers out there listening to this go and download the free trial just play around and see what you think because it will make your life so much easier i promise you like it's well worth it so alex parting words we're going to end the show if you've got final word before we run the outro oh, final word well i'm really on the make spot it now. count <laughs> uh, uh... Download Genie, guys. You, you won't regret it.